Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to the Lori and Julia show right here on My Talk 107. I am Sonny. I'm filling in for Donnie. And I'm reminding you that My Talk is hosting its ninth annual Food for Families Drive, presented by ColtBurnsDelivers.com and Green Mill Restaurant and Bar. It's benefiting Second Harvest Heartland. Make sure you bring a donation to the Colleen and Bradley broadcast at Klein Nissan in Maplewood on Friday, June 21st from noon to 3 p.m. Johnny Pops will be providing free pops to attendees, so make sure you stop by with a donation so you can get a popsicle and some swag. Get all the details at MyTalk1071.com, keyword food. And now, here is Lori and Julia. Julia, Julia, Julia. Yesterday, you weren't here, Sonny, but yesterday I said to Julia, we probably won't talk about Keanu Reeves until Monday no. after the Toy Story numbers, you know, because mm-hmm. he's voicing someone in yeah. Toy Story. Yeah. But no, Julia. I heard He him. comes up again today. He sits down uh, for an interview for Toy Story. And then there's also kind of an interesting little tidbit from uh, the guy that is um, the president of the Marvel Universe at whatever studio has. Oh, sure. All the Marvel thing. And uh, he was asked about, you know, how come Keanu Reeves has never been in any of a... Uh, a superhero super franchise movie, blah, blah, blah. Because he's John Wick. Yeah, he's John Wick. John Wick. Well, and a few weeks ago, remember, it was like, oh, Keanu is in talks to join Angelina Jolie in the Eternals, which is part of the Marvel Universe. So the guy, the president, uh, was uh, walking a red carpet for something, and he was at, oh, he's at comic book, uh, dot uh, com. He gave the interview yesterday. He said we talk to Keanu for almost every Marvel movie <laughs> we make. We talk to him. I don't know when or how he's going to join the MCU, the Marvel Universe. Yes. But we very much want to figure out the right Aww. way to do it. And if he does join the Eternals, the rumors will be Keanu and Angelina. They would, you know, about dating. Mm. Do you think they would? Oh, I that would they would be a very interesting couple. Yes. I mean, you know, I wish, I'm here for I it. wish for him that he does it. Yeah, I know. Well, you know. I feel like she puts a spell on people and they, she they could lose just, their lives. She could just meet him at, for, at hotels. She, she seemed go, like she's too much woman for him. I think though. so, But too. they could just, like, have hotel, you know, like, they but would just meet. But then we won't see him and we won't know. But then the studios could just spin that and then you and I could argue about it and debate it. <laughs> it would give us something to do. Okay, that, <laughs> is this the problem with <laughs> 
<laughs> is this the problem? I think we should pass Don's notes and read them. There you go. <laughs> but I do think Keanu is a, a lock for sexiest men alive. Whenever that comes I know. out again, I I agree. You agree? Okay, yeah, I so agree. Here he is talking about playing Duke Kaboom in Toy Story with uh, ABC this morning. And his newest role might be his most playful role. Duke Kaboom, Canada's greatest stuntman. Oh, yeah. Yes. He's posing. I'm looking it up. Duke. As Duke Kaboom in Toy Story 4. Describe Duke in a couple of words. Uh, Duke Kaboom, Canada's greatest stuntman. He's a daredevil. Um, He's got a really good heart. Brave. Duke Kaboom is He's Canadian. About himself. You're Canadian. Duke Kaboom loves motorcycles. You love motorcycles. It seems like this one Yeah, we is... had a lot in common. You have a lot in common. Yeah, it was great. Where does Duke end and Keanu begin? Um, <laughs> we're intertwined. I mean, I always think of building a character as you have your life experiences and, and who you are, and, and then you have the character and you have the story, and right. you kind of meet each other and create this other thing. Okay, it is it's it's so, so funny. Cute. Because you can buy Duke Kaboom at Target right now. Yeah. So it's a man on a white motorcycle with orange, um, a Canadian maple leaf on the front for the headlight. And then it's got an orange maple leaf for leaf for like kind of um, what he's carrying behind his seat. And then he's on it in a white with orange stripes. It's hysterical. He's got this massive Fu Manchu mustache. I know. It's really kind of funny. It is. I, you know, I haven't seen a Toy Story since I swear two. Oh, okay. But I kind of. Well, he is filming the Bill and Ted movie, right? And they're already, you know, they want him to do John Wick four because John Wick three was very successful. Um, Halle Berry was actually people liked her in it. She was an assassin. And oh, she was quite good at would it. They have her come back. Yeah. Well, I don't know if she'll come back. I don't. I didn't see John Wick three. You know, but so. did you see it, Sonny? I certainly did this weekend. Did and you think was it good? I think it was good, and I did like Halle Berry. I like. I think she was a good addition to it. Yeah, really? Yeah, that's yeah. what my brother said. Yeah. Do you know that people don't like her that work with her? Oh, really? Oh, I already told you that, didn't I? No, I thought. All right, Julia, like, the only thing I heard about her is that such she's such a jealous person no, this is when how it comes you are to with, Halle Berry. With goop. How you don't oh, like when it's insufferable. Her? Well, Halle yeah. Berry is not insufferable. She's not pushing steaming vaginal eggs on us. The and only thing I heard about Halle Berry is she's crazy after she breaks up, which is all of yes. us, to be quite honest. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the only that thing I've heard we, about. And there's a reason why you don't see her in better movies, but I'm glad she was in this one. Julia, there you the shade of that. I've heard oh. stories, Laurie. <laughs> oh, you've heard one story, and I've heard it too, and you've blown <laughs> it up in your mind to be bigger and bigger every time you think about it. I want good things for Halle Berry. She won a damn Oscar. I thought you wanted good things for Sharon Stone. I do. <laughs> and Angelina Jolie. And Keanu. And is Keanu. Being so lovely <laughs> about Sally Field. About being named the internet's boyfriend. He thinks it's wacky and it's nice when it's nice. You know? He's so <laughs> it cute. is nice with all right, that Here's, is the best quote. Yeah, he said it's nice when it's nice, it's wacky and it's really special for him. I like that. He's so Canadian, isn't he? Kind of in a way. Low key <laughs> like that. All right, here he is. Another one. Where does Duke Kaboom and Toy Story Four where does that exist in the realm of your body of work? Um cherished. And it was a great experience. Uh, oh. 
you know, I've always hoped, uh, regardless of the genre of the world creation, that I was a part of stories that could entertain and also um, you could have some kind of nourishment from the storytelling that when you left the theater, there was something to talk about, something to think about, something that could give back to, to us. Um, and I think that uh, Duke Kaboom and uh, Toy Story 4... Kaboom. You can't just say Duke Kaboom. It's no. Duke Kaboom. Um, <laughs> does that. I mean, what a great answer. Because to me, that's like a big old, like, how would you like this role to fit in your body? Right. Like, I mean, that's like a big broad, you know, and he's like, cherish. It just came. I, he's so wonderful. Oh. <laughs> if my, I wasn't in my love English with my teacher, husband. My English yeah. teacher could not stand him. He swore he couldn't act. Oh. <laughs> Well, so every time I'm, I see that he's still working, I'm like, my teacher was wrong. Your teacher was wrong, <laughs> and he's so great. And in, in, uh, you know, have you seen any of way. the? Have you seen any of the like behind the scenes of him and Holly Berry training and shooting? And no, is it good? Yeah, he looks pretty. Yeah, he looks pretty good. Yeah. And I know Holly. She was like when they did the red carpet. She was kind of really loving posing with him because mm-hmm. I think she would have liked. Of course, she would have been a rumor. But he doesn't. He mess doesn't around. play that game. You know, mm-hmm. he's already retreating. I already feel like we're losing him. <laughs> like you know, he's only going to be. Our, I mean, he's well. He, he can't say things like he's lonely and then expect people not to move in. Yeah, I know, I know, but I mean, just. But he didn't say that. He didn't. They made that he, up. No, oh, he didn't say that, and they admitted it. Yeah. Oh. He did. Yeah. Okay. He, hey, they're lonely. He boy. gives great answers. Here, let's play the last cut from uh, the GMA interview. Joining the Toy Story team after three movies, Reeves says he fit right in, though he did have a favorite. Buzz Lightyear. I mean, that's my favorite character. In Buzz is your favorite? Does, sure. Does Tom know that? Um, I think so. <laughs> uh, well, he's going to now. No, I mean, Woody is the man. how much this little guy... Man. Well, of course. How is Buzz Lightyear not your favorite? Well, some people, you know, Woody, some people Buzz. Oh, anyway, loved. Keanu is definitely having his best year ever. He really is mm-hmm. this year. I mean, he just because we haven't heard from him for a while. I just every answer he gives. Damn it. And you, Fingers you started saying something before Sonny played that. Oh, yeah. If I wasn't so in love with yeah, Casey, oh, just finish the sentence because I'm really curious would, what you think is going to happen nothing, between you and Keanu nothing, Reeves, nothing. and how you would even be put in the same room as him, Lori. Just, I just that makes me. Laugh. I know it. I know it. If I wasn't so, he'd be in trouble. That <laughs> yeah. Keanu, I, I have so much sexual real estate. I don't know how he can handle himself around me. Yeah, he'd want to meet me. He, we've already met Julia, but he remembers no, it, he Lori. Remember, when but, you briefly. Ran into him on a Sunday outside of the St. Paul Hotel. In the hotel. Collision. Collision. And it was it was destiny, Lori. Except for my mother falling out of my mouth when I told him how wonder how great the brunch was. <sighs> Is that <laughs> Yeah. Well, what else would you have said? No. You're so hot, I can't I love uh, you. Well, I mean, I don't know. But anyway, I now I guess I all I can hope for is he gets cast in the Eternals. And he and Angelina, if nothing else, somebody makes up a rumor that they're going to the Beverly Hills Hotel and we'll having wild bungle, bungalow sex. Fantastic. Because <laughs> he doesn't want to have anything to do with her, you know, He's all those kids. He's looking for your number. I'm sending him this yeah, cut. Right. Watch out, Keanu. Anyway, yeah. So. The Keanu sounds, Lori. And when Are he you t- gonna be able to sleep? When he takes pictures with people, you remember? should show him your armpit. Hands off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Keanu, my armpit's been down for six weeks. <laughs> Can you just take a little peek and tell me what's going on under there? 
Oh my gosh, you're funny. But at like least him. Jim, at least uh, Keanu, he does take he does take fan photos. Yes. Oh, we have a whole list of people who won't do it anymore. And I kind of, when I think about it, agree with them because now it's all about. Will you take a selfie with me? Which we've done. Which we do because you want the proof. Mm-hmm. More important than the moment. Yeah, and and also you know, like I can only imagine how exhausting it is to be truly famous and everywhere you go, everybody wants your photos. So mm-hmm. if, I guess if you just do the no photo rule, then you just don't have to. You don't have to deal with it. I'm in my moment it. right now. If you want to, lovely to meet you. Thanks for saying hi. Where are you from? Yep. Yeah. See ya. I like the no photo rule because when people try to take a selfie, it always ends up taking four minutes longer because something doesn't work and wait, something. Wait. That's what they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I can imagine as like someone like him. Holy, anybody famous. Yeah. Anybody truly, Toledo's, truly famous. Right. Oh, gosh. Uh, I just got a reminder. What? Sing along at CHS. Yeah. You know, it's rain or shine and the rain is supposed to clear out people. Yeah. It is happening tonight. Done, just dress warm. Yeah. Dress a little bit warmer. I think it's going to be done raining. It says at seven. So perfect. Yeah. But um, yes, chilly. It's only going to be 60 degrees. Yep. And I want to just say go Eastridge because they're in the state final base baseball game tonight at Target Field. Do we, you don't have any kids at that school anymore. Uh, my kids went there. Oh, are you going to be like a rah-rah forever for that high Absolutely. school? Absolutely. All right, fine. Are you going to be a rah-rah? We have to be Duluth East. You have been there in 900 years and we still have to hear about it every hockey season. I dated the goalie and you know what that means. Do you know what it means when you date a goalie, Sonny? No, what does it mean? It means you're the hottest girl in school because goalies are usually the hottest guy on a team, according to Lori's lore. Yeah. Yeah, I dated the wrong one. Yeah. I dated the football player. It, it, well, well, football players. like What players, position what was position he? What position was he? Quarterback? He's going to get mad at me. No. Right. I don't remember. Oh, Just say he was the quarterback. <laughs> you were so good. Quarterback, linebacker, cornerback, whatever. We'll make up something. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, let's let's have our afternoon dirt alert, shall we? Yeah, should we get dirty instead of wet? Well, we're going to probably have to get wet outside first, and then we'll get dirty. No fear, the rain's supposed to end at around 7 o'clock tonight. So if you're coming to the Grease sing-along, bring a sweatshirt, bring a poncho. It'll be all good. But speaking of music, speaking of movie musicals, we're getting a little taste of the live-action reboot of The Lion King today. And that's courtesy of Donald Glover and Beyonce. They are voicing the adult Simba and adult Nala, respectively in the live action remake of The Lion King and we're getting a tease of their signature song together which is Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Ooh. I can. Yes. Let's so let's listen to a little bit of Can You Feel the Love Tonight performed by Donald Glover and Beyonce from the upcoming Lion King reboot. Can you feel the <laughs> Oh, I thought I thought that was tonight. the song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh man, I'd be like, don't don't spend any money on that one. Well, this is coming out July nineteenth, and a lot of people are really excited about this one. So, oh, we don't have the music. We don't have the music. Here it is. Look at the stars. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The peace The great kings look down on us from those stars. Sale now. Did Elton okay. John and Bernie Taupin write that song? Can uh, you feel the love tonight? I El- feel like you're right, Laurie. Elton John and Tim Rice. Tim oh, Rice. Tim okay. Rice. Yes. So- okay. She's got a beautiful voice. Oh. That Beyonce. I didn't even know Don. Oh, oh Donald Glover, the singer. Yeah. Childish actor. Gambino. Childish Gambino. Okay. Who I was is thinking also- of Danny Glover. I'm going. He doesn't. Every even time sing. I see that name, my mind does that. <laughs> I do. I do. I think that. But yes, Donald Glover mm-hmm. from Atlanta and Childish Gambino. Yes. Yeah. And Correct. he only goes by Danny Glover now. Remember? Mm-hmm. Donald Glover. Donald. <laughs> it's happening. It's, it's happening. happening. <laughs> I'm telling you. I, yeah, I'm like going, gee, I didn't know Donald Glover. Well, Glover's that's why thing. he gave us the option of Childish Gambino. Gambino yeah, he doesn't want to go Their with that Their voices sounded nice together. They sounded, I'd hear it again. When he performs, he does, because he performed at Bonnaroo last weekend. He goes oh, by he Gi- Childish Gambino. Remember he told us when we saw him at, the, at that music festival that that was the last time? Tomato, tomato. Will you play it again just so we can hear it? I loved it. I'm sorry. No Didn't apologies. Like it? Lovely. The love tonight. Look at the stars. Look at the stars. The peace, the Such a peace. The great kings look down on us from those stars. Who's that? The voiceover. James O'Jones. James O'Jones. So will I. Oh, right. And so will I. That is Mufasa, voiced by James Earl Jones. He is playing the same character that he did in the 1994 original. So yeah. he's one of the only cast members that's going to be back in this reboot. It does look good from the oh. trailer. It looks really good. No, I, I don't like these live action reboots. Yeah. And I recognize that they're not for me because I watched the original. <laughs> no, well, yeah. I watched we the got the real one. stuff. Yes, yeah. we got the real stuff and yeah. we watched it back in the 90s. However, I do like that they're telling the story and they're giving an opportunity for new voice talent. It's yeah. just like a Broadway revival. Yeah, That's I guess, how I have yeah. to think about it in True. my mind. And mm-hmm. we loved the movie, and then when we saw the play, I thought I was going to die. Oh, I'd never so seen good. anything that cool as the Broadway play of The Lion King. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yes. If you ever All get right. a chance, it's amazing. July 19th is when you can see The Lion King in theaters. Uh, Lisa Vanderpump, her mother, Jean, passed away earlier this week at the age of 84. And Lisa Vanderpump is putting Vanderpump rules on hold right now. And she's shocked because she said that her grandmother lived to be almost 100 and that she was expecting the same for her mom, a really long and healthy life. And so filming on hold right now for Vanderpump Rules. Um, also, Gail King is in Cannes. She's uh, in France talking at the big... So they have the Cannes Film Festival and then they have the Cannes Lion thing, which is for the advertisers. And she's talking about oh, that's what it's issues, for. yes, okay. with CBS News, but she's not really getting into any specifics. She just said that we've had some issues over at CBS this morning, but that they are starting on a new chapter. 
So she didn't talk about Nora O'Donnell at all. She didn't really talk about it or Charlie Rose, but she did talk about her new boss, Susan Zerinsky. And she said that she's our badass new boss, the first female president of CBS News. She's five feet nothing and she's just a visionary and she's riding the ship. So good news Mm -hmm. over on CBS this morning. And her changes since she's kind of been in charge, Uh I really like because they personalize it. At the beginning, and they kind of talk a little bit about what we've just seen before they get into la 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 la. Yeah. On CBS this yeah. morning? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a little bit, it's, I like it. All but right. I like ABC, they do it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't mention the Today Show. Yeah. I'm, we're bored Notice with them. that. Well, today yeah. on the Today Show, they celebrated a major milestone. The <laughs> So they think. The 25th anniversary of Studio 1A in Rockefeller Center back in 1994. Remember? I mean, what a silly thing to celebrate. Yes, and some people were noting online today the notable absence of one Matt Lauer, former anchor of the Today Show. Uh, they didn't have Ann Curry in this celebration uh-huh. either, so oh, it was just like... that's not good. Yeah, it was Come like, on. let's celebrate the building and all the wonderful things that we've done, and we're just going to pretend like these people didn't exist. It was really weird. It was. I, I fast-forwarded yeah. through it. I was like, wait a second. We're celebrating a studio? Yes. Moving the studio? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it literally, that's what it was. I, I yeah. can fast forward over this. Well, and I remember at the time, back in the 90s, when this first happened, that they made a huge deal out of this because it was a throwback to the 1950s and yes. the original set of the Today Show where they had the windows, windows and so the, people the people could see, see the studio. Things. Yes. All right, so... Congratulations, today's show. You have windows in your studio, and it looks really nice. But, Laura, you were saying off the air that the, the Today Show is just not and doing it for you. And, Julia, you just said the well, same thing. It, it, maybe because Hoda is We gone. miss Hoda. No. It, it, Hoda's, thank goodness Al is always there, you know, steady Eddie yeah. Al. And his they cool like to do a lot of... Um, They're doing way too many parenting and kids stories. And I never thought I'd agree with Lori on this, yeah. but I do. Ah. Mm-hmm. I never, ever... The energy level is different. Yep. If Dylan fills in and helps him out, that's good. You know, but just when you have Carson Daly, who's the lead guy with the raspy voice? Oh, Craig. No, Craig. Craig. Mm-hmm. Savannah. Yeah, Savannah. And, and then, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I it just, just needs some, it needs a little more pop. I will pop. say the Today Show, you know, they they do hit, they, at least they keep that 7 o'clock hour with news news. They are keeping it, you know, they're mm-hmm. getting the political top story. So they have that. I don't know. Everyone has that, though. Well, I guess. Yeah. All right. We're so, just not into them. Not into the Today Show right just now. Just for right now. Not a big deal. Uh, in case you missed it, a little bit of royal news today. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have officially split from their charitable endeavors with Prince William and Kate Middleton. So they are two separate entities. It's not like we didn't see this coming. It's not really a big deal because when you really think about it and you think about family in your own life, when you go off and marry someone and you have your own family, it's kind of natural to just right. separate your endeavors right. and have your own separate identities. So they're just living their lives and doing the same thing that we all do. Well, Don't worry about ladies- that. Ladies Day at Ascot, and the Queen was in fine spirits. And thank you for posting the beautiful montage of there are really some hats. There are some hats that are worn at that. I love looking at that. So thank you for that. Now, yes. Okay, people, would you believe it if I told you two cats, Sonny and Julia, that nearly 30 years ago a mathematician and a psychologist teamed up together to explore the age old relationship? 
uh, question, what makes some relationships happy and some relationships miserable? And can we come up with a mathematical equation that would give us that answer? What do you think? I would say, I believe, I believe you, Lori, that this happened because I don't think you would just make that. Yeah. <laughs> Sonny, do you believe it happened? She doesn't care. Yeah, maybe. Okay. I might care a little. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> all right. This did, this did happen. Okay. So there was a psychologist 30 years ago who wanted to come up with some kind of a tool to help him better counsel troubled couples that were coming to him. Okay. Eyes over here. Yeah. Okay. Julia. Hello, Hello. Lori. I know. And the mathematician specialized in modeling biological processes. So they thought it was a match made in heaven. Can we figure out what relationships will work? You know, will it will it happen? And so they made a mathematical model to quantify how couples interact and influence each other during an argument. That was what their theory was, that you could tell by how couples argue how they're going to end up. And it helped the psychologists visualize the dynamics of a relationship and measure the impact of therapy. And um, so what they did was they had 100, and this was in King County, Seattle, 30 years ago. They had 130 couples who'd applied for marriage licenses. And these two professors taught at the University of Washington. Some of the couples were newlyweds. Others were about to be married. But each of them were videotaped for three 15-minute conversations. Okay. And one, they're asked to talk about their day. Yeah. Then another conversation, talk about something positive. Okay. And then in the third conversation that they had to have, they were asked to talk about something contentious. Mm. The topic didn't matter. It could be about money, sex, food, in-laws, politics, as long as they disagreed. Okay, just something they disagree on. Yeah. The contentious exchange proved to be the most predictive of what would happen to the couple Mm. long term. And um, they, all together, they coded 16 emotions. And they gave each one of those emotions a mathematical equation, either a plus four or a minus four, depending on where it is, like a like contempt, showing contempt got you, that was given a minus four. Yeah. You know, exactly. laughing was given a plus four. Mm, okay. Whatever, like that, just to give you, you know, sure. I'm really glossing mm-hmm, over the mathematical mm-hmm. modeling because you know that's not my thing. By the way, this was um, yet just published in a work on their book because it's 30 years later. Okay. So, um, anyway, what they found, they said basically it's like a Dow Jones curve, these 16 emotions that people will have and um a dow jones or a belgium a dow jones curve okay okay and they followed the couples for a decade really and a longitudinal a longitudinal and all that time out of all the pairs they predicted would divorce most of them did within four years wow and um 94 percent accuracy accuracy of who would stay together and they found wow. they found that marriages fall into five categories. Okay. They call them this was their model, a validating marriage, a volatile marriage, a conflict avoiding marriage, a hostile uh marriage and a hostile detached. Ooh. Okay. And only three are stable. The validating, the volatile mm-hmm. and the conflict avoiding. Um but a volatile marriage of course always yeah, that sound good. Right. Well, <laughs> 
some people are comfortable being the bickersons. Yep. If they both are. people are comfortable bickering, yeah. that's okay. It might not be comfortable for, for other, other people, people around them. Absolutely. If they're cool but if they're cool with it, they're... Oh, is that like the couple that like fights and then they kiss afterwards? Yes. Okay. They just they okay. bicker. That's okay. just something they do. They're right. passionate. They probably have great affection, but yeah. when they gotcha. disagree... Yep. Anyway, what they found as the years passed that the couple's style of communication changed very little from the initial videotaped contentious exchange. That is that blows me away because I would agree. I think learning how to argue, which is so important because you're going to disagree and having boundaries around it is really important because... Yes. People, if you're flaring up, you can say junk that doesn't even matter right. and you bring it into the, you know. Well, and what happens is when you are mad, everyone um, automatically, you go into fight or flight mm-hmm. mode. Mm-hmm. And most people will go one way or the other. Right. You'll fight or you'll flee or but you're letting the reptilian part of your brain take over. Take over. Your, and it's very difficult. You are hijacked. You're hijacked, you know, mm-hmm. so it's really like, you know, you have to like work on it. And I'm sure that that's what this guy, they mm-hmm. did, but did, they, they, in, in the, in the emotions, did they say the emotions that were associated with the ones that got divorced? No, it was how they fought, how they fought in okay. the contentious thing. So if, if, um, you like humor I- is the best, they found that people who use humor to diffuse the tension during the contentious, yep. that those people, okay, they were like, okay. On their model, they're like, this couple will stay together. Mm -hmm. The people that showed contempt towards one another Mm -hmm. as they were arguing over the contentious thing in front of the observers Mm -hmm. that they had. um, uh, That's not good. Or if one person is laughing and the other one is contemptuous, Mm -hmm. that is also uh, bad. Would make the angry person be more angry. That gives you a score, a lower score. So, yeah, they just said, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, 94% that it just, it didn't change very much and that those they could predict and most people are broken up in four years. For those of you who want a definition of contempt, it's a noun. The feeling that a person or a thing is beneath consideration, worthless, or deserving scorn. Yeah. That'd make I mean, that would make me want to divorce you. Yeah. <laughs> that is just a horrible word yeah. if you felt that way about your significant right, other. Right, oh. right, right. That's But when cool. somebody is in their reptilian mind and they're, they're like you're saying, they're being... That's in their a, feelings. That's how they're right. feeling their feelings <laughs> and they're saying that. Uh, but anyway, so that, uh, they've got the math. They teamed up. What makes marriages? What makes and they got a book out worth, now? And I think that's worth a conversation. So yeah. how you fight? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Because you're how gonna you disagree. How, how you disagree? disagree. Right, right. Yeah. Take it to the ring. Take it, and you know, <laughs> and also I think too, like if if you're in a relationship and it was with a guy, if, if if a man says that he needs to cool down and walk away, believe him. A lot of times at least in the straight world, a lot of times the woman will want to keep going. Keep going. Mm-hmm. List, give the time out. It's just like a, you would with a kid or something. Well, yeah. it's just like if you say, I don't want to talk about it, then and he, and they're still pushing. If it's a friendship or your sister, it's like, look, I don't want to talk about it right now. now I, I can't talk right. about it right now. I, right. Need, I need time I need to, to process breathe, this right? or whatever. Right. You know, right. so anyway, so I thought that was kind of interesting. It is. I like that one. Um, and the book, if you're interested by the mathematician and... Uh, 
The psychologist, I wish they would have talked to me. I would have given them a better title. It is called The Mathematics of Marriage, Dynamic Nonlinear Models. I've decided this is for people who are in the therapy and counseling business. Probably. You know, it's probably a, a trade. It's probably a trade <laughs> book type yes. of thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, if I told you the theory that college freshmen adjust better when they give themselves ample alone time, would you believe me or not? Yes. It's a lot to process when you go to college. I'm just going to say, I don't yes. know. I, I, okay, I'm a person. I did that, and I felt kind of depressed and lonely. Yeah. Well, so. <laughs> here's what they, this is new research by an international team of research that, yes, social isolation is a serious problem for some first-year college yeah, students. I did that. I did did that. you? Um, I never have done this. So. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I, that's why I'm like, well, maybe that would have helped me stay that, in that college was, that, initially. That was the way I processed it because I remember, I remember like administrators chasing me down the hallway. Do you need help? And I remember running away from them and trying to avoid But looking back, I really wish I would have been more open. Well, but spending time alone during your freshman year can be beneficial in the long run. Okay. Because um, if if the the problem is, is that um, so many college freshmen go crazy. (laughs) Why? Having fun, freedom, drinking, partying and all of that. And um so anyway, they just had, uh, they tested uh, first year, you know, college freshmen, and they also went to Canada for loneliness and blah, blah, blah. But they found that it, people who are alone because of negative social experiences or th- because you're, you don't know anybody, well, that's right. not necessarily right. helpful. But it's for, if for people, the college freshmen who say, yeah, I'm not going to be able to party this weekend or do that, that those kids are doing better in school. I believe it. Yeah. I agree as well. Yeah. So, I mean, that one seems like it could have been duh. But it was published in the Journal of Motivation and Emotion, and I decided to bring it to you on this Thursday. <laughs> Thank you, Lorraine. All right. Listen, I appreciated that. When we come back, Leonardo DiCaprio once sold Russell Crowe a dinosaur skull. We'll tell you about it. In the afternoon, bye. Love Bozzy. Bozzy, like Love. that song. Okay. Um, so yesterday I heard Russell Crowe on Howard Stern. Yes. And that Roger Ailes Showtime series starts the end of June. And so he was talking about playing Roger Ailes oh. and all of that. And I guess he's got quite a big, uh, like, fat suit that he wore. Because Roger Ailes was quite a yes, big man. Yes, he was. Yes, big, he was. big, big, huge stomach. He really was. But um, anyway, the it was a great interview, but uh, he's like... Um, Howard was very interested in, in, he said, you know, you've had this art of divorce auction. I'm so curious about you had that. Remember when he had that at Sotheby's uh, last year? All these pricey personal pieces marking the end of his marriage to Danielle Spencer, the woman that he he married after Meg Ryan and his relationship went. Anyway, he... One of the things in the collection was that Leonardo DiCaprio once sold him a dinosaur skull. 
And Howard Stern was like, what? How the hell did that happen? He said, well, I bought it for my kids, and there was a bunch of vodka involved. And um, he said, Leo started the conversation like, I've got this one dinosaur skull, but there's another one coming on the market that I really want, so I'm trying to sell this one. And I had so much vodka, I was like, I'll buy it. And <laughs> Okay, that's funny. And because uh, they were in uh, the movie Body of Lies. Mm-hmm. Oh, They co-starred yes. together. Okay. And he said that Leo was pretty cool about it. He said, just give me what I paid for it. And Russell Crowe almost fell out of his chair when it turned out to be 30 or 35 grand. No. So that is a weird bachelor thing that Leonardo collects is... Dinosaur skulls, bones. skulls and bones. All mm-hmm. right, that's kind of cool, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. You find out a dude is collecting dinosaur bones. Yeah, it came from a giant marine reptile sixty-five million years ago. It had a double-hinged jaw, and at the Sotheby's, Russell Crowe, the art okay. of the divorce auction, it went for sixty-five thousand. Oh my gosh! People have more too much than time. what he paid. Too much time. So there Too you much go. Time. And Jeff Goldblum at the Can Lion um, TV event. Yes. He admitted he has never played a video game in his life. Oh, that's sad. I know. Well, even I played even a video Pac-Man game. Even or something? Yeah, that's sad. He, yeah, he said uh, they called it a stunning revelation. <laughs> <laughs> and I was shocked. Yeah, I know. I was like, you've never even played. I mean, is Pac Man considered a video game? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I just or can't. the old, old, old one with the two lines and the ball. Boop. Oh, that's called Pong. Pong. Is it Pong? Yeah. Okay. Pong. Oh, I loved yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I anyway. would still play that for hours. <laughs> so, I know. It's sometimes like at Can Can Wonderland, I feel like mm. they have some of these old, these Games. retro. Mm. Well, one of the things they have, so there's a new show that's going to be happening, and I can't remember who hosts it, but it's called, it's like Miniature Golf. For PG, you know, it's a TV show oh, okay. about miniature golf, like on a silly game night on NBC, I yeah. think, because mm-hmm. I think I did watch it. And because um, at Can Can Wonderland right over here in St. Paul, their miniature golf has all these weird things that you've got to get through before you can get your ball in. Right, right. And how much fun miniature golf is. And I love playing miniature golf. I think it's a funny. So the I always felt it helped me in my real golf game because I was an excellent putter from all my years putter. of miniature golf. <laughs> and you're an aimer. I'm a good aimer, but I mean, we played so much miniature golf. So much. Yeah. And the miniature golf is open at the Sculpture Garden, too. Oh, is it? So if you want to mm. do it outside. But I was going to Hayward last weekend because my cabin is around there. Yeah. And they used to always have this miniature golf area, and it was completely closed. And I'm like... Oh, where would I take my kids? Do you want to hear uh, Freddie Mercury, a previously unreleased version of a song, Time Waits for No One? Yes, please. Do we know this song well, by Queen? It was the brainchild of the date of Dave Clark, the former leader Dave of the Clark Dave and, Five. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't know anything else. All right, there. let's listen to it. Time oh, I love him. Waits for nobody. Oh, yeah, we know this song. I love him. Mm-hmm. plan our hopes together but we'll have no more future right on time waits for nobody oh, he has such a voice Freddie Mercury and time does wait for nobody Julia truer words were never spoken we might as well be done 
It almost sounds like a Broadway show tune, doesn't it? It sounds like it. I love it. Yeah. You like it, Sunny? But it seems to me we not listen to it at all. I'm a ballet girl. If it's got instruments, I'm kind of sold. Yeah. Well, it's pretty. for nobody. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so, Sonny, you just said something that if it has musical, if it has instruments, I love it because today's music does not have instruments. I know. When I listen to all the songs I grew up to, it's kind of sad. It it blows (laughs) me away because everything is done with the synthesizer. Like, Ed Ed Sheeran goes out with a foot pedal. Yeah. And he creates a whole band. Yeah. And it was so much fun. I mean, that is something... Like that I miss from the old music is hearing an instrument. So mm-hmm. I love that you just said that. Every now and again in some R&B or something, you'll hear, you'll hear something, but not too often. Like it's going to come or, back. Yeah. I'm yeah. hoping. It just, if, it just feels, I feel like it's, I feel like it's organic food. Mm-hmm. Like hearing, like, I, I feel like hearing the, the synthesizer all the time is like eating <laughs> plastic. <laughs> I feel like once okay, I hear some, some so instruments, instru- then it's like, it's like authentic food for my ears. Mm-hmm. I like that. And, and the reason why I want to wait to hear the song is because I like how Freddie Mercury always has like a nice climax at the end. Oh, so I, want, that's, I don't want to say something before I hear like the, the boom. Yes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but he is such a... Which is another thing I think music doesn't have a lot of anymore. Because no. mm-hmm. that's what that's where the goosebumps come in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's why we got goosebumped out over uh, Adele. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. You know, just yeah. from that, I mean, like that whole... Mm-hmm. I got goosebumps just thinking about it right yeah, now. Just yeah. Remember how was, much? Oh, that, yeah. Was that like two years ago that Hello came out? Maybe or three. Maybe two or three. Yeah. Um, do you guys know who Jamil Jamil is? Jamila yes. Jamil. I do. Yes, I she's learned from, from Colleen and Bradley show who she is. She's. I, I think. I. I, don't I know, she's an say, actress on The Good Place or whatever. Here's me. I just want to say Jamil 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 Jamila Jamil. Anyway, she always calls out. Kardashians for their flat tummy detox teas. Oh, okay. And all and all this kind of like body like unrealistic body stuff. Yeah. And uh, so she called out her latest, she called out Amber Rose for promoting pregnancy tea for flat tummy company. Amber Rose. Yes. And she looks like Iggy Azalea in this ratchet wig she's got on. Um, but she says it it's helping with the bloat and blah, blah, blah. And Jamil is just not happening. Just not having it. She's like, come on now. Really? You're going to promote this kind of a thing? Listen, they get paid a lot of money and they probably don't think that much. Well, you know what? It <laughs> I'm do- just being really honest. <laughs> and it I does am. say it's a paid advertisement. Of course. So there you go. There All you right. go. All right. Everybody have a great night. If you're coming down to Greece, it's rain or shine. And we know it's going to be shining on all of us at 7 o'clock. We look forward to seeing you.